Hello and welcome everyone to another EventRight TV show. We have a very special guest on today. His name is Matt Anderson and his EventRight coach is Amy Jo Brogan. Welcome, Matt. Thanks, Andrew. So you licensed this really cool product that my eight-year-old would just go nuts for. It's a, it's a, he licensed it to a company called PixBricks and it's, they're a very popular building block company, um, kind of like when people think of building blocks for toys, they think of Legos typically, right? And um, it's just a really cool product. Uh, we're going to show you what it looks like in a minute, but my daughter would stick this up in the, the, the bathroom, the car, the shower, in her playroom, in her, in her bedroom, like everywhere. I mean, I, I could just see kids really digging this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kids love it. And we did, did a lot of experimenting um, and let kids play with it to see you know, what they liked, and they all loved it. They really did. So big, big picture, you've licensed this to PixBricks, and now you want to license it also to a Lego-compatible company. And, you know, I think we could talk, and people are just like, they can't visualize it. So if you want to play your, your older video, your first video, it just completely shows what the product is. Can we take a look at that? Sure, I'll do that right now. All right. Take Legos to a whole new level with Vertical Bricks. Now you can use the Legos you already have in a totally new way. We've designed a revolutionary toy that gets your bricks off the floor so you can create whatever you imagine for everyone else to see. Compatible with all major building bricks. Use Vertical Bricks to display minifigures, sets, and custom builds. You can build them up high on windows, mirrors, or any smooth surface. You can even take vertical bricks in the car and build on the way to school. No more losing your Legos in between the seats. They'll be safe and up high on the windows, waiting for you when the school day is over. The possibilities with vertical bricks are endless. Let your imagination run wild. Our patent-pending, super-strong suction cup system will let you display anything you imagine. That's it right there. Wow. It's such an incredibly well-shot video. Now, there, when you sent it to them, did you send it with audio or do you send it like this? Because even with no audio, it's like very intriguing. Uh, I, I send it with audio. And, uh, yeah, it has music and audio to it. I don't know if, if that didn't come through. But, um, but yep, I do. And then uh, I actually um, have it embedded in the cell sheet. And uh, I use the design studio, the InventRight design studio, to make the cell sheets and then they put a link in there that will actually uh, embed that so so just very cool i mean just by watching that video you get it right away and if if anybody's been a kid before which is everybody right and right. almost every kid's played with building blocks or legos or similar things um you just get it right away i mean so when you showed this to PixBricks. Did uh, did they jump on it and were super intrigued right away, or was it a bit of a, a saga to to get it licensed? What, what did it take? It actually, they actually were interested right away. So I met the Pixbricks guys at the toy fair in New York. Hi everyone, this is April Mitchell here with InventRight at the New York Toy Fair, and I am here standing next to one of InventRight student Matt. Tell us about how it went today for you, please. Okay. Um, this was my first toy fair, okay. actually, and it was really exciting. Uh, we got interest from three different companies. Wow. So uh, one was a product that fits in with their line. Okay. 
Two of the different uh, people we talked to had parts of some of the things we presented they wanted to actually incorporate into their lines, um, some of our technology. Wow, that is amazing. Super cool. So hopefully we will be able to be interviewing Matt with an update soon from everything happening and you have meetings scheduled. Yep. Meetings yep, we have a meeting tomorrow, and we are going to actually uh, get with a get with a manufacturer and um, the manufacturers that didn't the, the companies that didn't have interest. I would ask them, you know, if there was something that they were looking for. So one company said that they would certainly send me their wish list, okay. and I could evaluate their product lines, wow. and figure out where we could fit in, and I think that would go forward. That is awesome. And where did you learn all that awesome stuff? Uh, I learned that from me there, right? That's what I thought, Matt. So yeah. great. And who is your partner on this project that you were um, so, doing today? So my partner on this was someone I met through InventRight, actually okay. through one of the video series, uh, Bob Ruginess. Nice. And uh, we came together for a couple other projects that we didn't even present here that we're working on, but decided to partner up with the fair, okay. and we both presented ideas. And so we talked to a lot of companies, it was great. Awesome, so it was successful for you. Thanks so much for chatting with us today, you guys. Again, this is Matt, an InventRight student. Woohoo! signing off. And they had this great display of all of the, you know, different things you can make with Pixbricks. And they have a Bob Ross license. So they have this, they have this huge Bob Ross model and it ends up being flat, like a big picture. And they had it on an easel. And I said, well, if people don't have an easel, what do they do with Bob Ross? And they said, oh, they just lean him on the wall. And I said, <laughs> well, I think you guys need a way to hang this up. And I think I have something that would get that done and i didn't actually even have samples because i was just taking a break and looking around at that time so i came back uh, with the samples and then they showed me that they had a lot smaller of kits that were you know maybe 10 inches by 10 inches that people would love to hang up on windows and mirrors and so um that's that's how it started they they did like it right away so for those of you who don't know who bob ross is he's the guy on pbs as the big hair and he talks really softly and he teaches you how to paint. He's like, now we're going to paint fluffy clouds. And I, I, I can't do an That's impersonation him. of him, but, but, and so they're like, Oh yeah, we could hang this on a wall then hang the, yeah. let's, so let's take a look at your Pixbrick. Um, well, so show us a picture of what your initial concept was. So the initial concept, um, just to give you a real simple shot of it is it's basically a piece of Lego with a suction cup. And it has a special shoulder on it so that when you stick this on a window, it doesn't sag down. And that allows you to construct things uh, or put the little figures on the window. And so here's a, one of the packages that I took to the Toy Fair. And it's designed to show that you can put these little mini figures on the window. And they look like they're floating and, because the bricks are clear. And I did it in color as well. I did some pieces that were, um, you know, colorful, um, popular colors. And so that's what it looked like originally. But then what I ended up going to to fit with Pix Bricks was different uh, because the Pix Bricks are basically a big flat um, type. So here's the original again. And then the... Uh, I can show you a video of how it actually ended up. Yeah, let's take a look at that with the Pixbricks. That would be great. Okay.
Wow. I, lo- I love the Pix Bricks version. That's great. I wish I had those when I was a kid. Yeah. And so the Pix Bricks, they have a lot of different sets. Um, and then they have ones that you can just build anything you want. Here's here's one of their big 6,000-piece sets. And they actually just uh, got a hold of me yesterday and said they had some news. And that was that they're being featured on a Newsweek um, a Newsweek, some type of a special edition uh, that's as a STEM toy. And they, the last oh. time that somebody, uh, that that program was aired, 80 million people watched it. Wow. Wow. That's fantastic. And yeah. are, are they going to, so they're being featured. Do you think your product's going to be shown on there? Maybe. maybe uh, not. I'm not sure when it is. They didn't tell me when it is. And so they're in production now and they haven't, you know, they're not uh, being packaged yet, but so it may not, but it'll expand PixBricks. And then later, they're going to make the hangers available. Even if you know you already have PixBricks, they're going to have a bunch of little packages of the hangers. Wow, wow. So, so uh, how did you come up with this concept? What what happened there? Well, you know, Lego has changed over the years. Um, they used to be more of a play toy where uh, you would build things and take them apart, and build them and take them apart. But they got to be real model focused where you would um, build a model and it had some custom parts. And then if you took it apart, a lot of those parts were just wasted. You couldn't do anything. They're trying to sell more product because they want you to put it on a shelf then and then buy more. That's it. And my son uh, has played with a lot of, of Lego and he has a lot of the different sets. But when I was a kid, they didn't really have those sets. And so I wanted to kind of get a return back to uh, just creative play. And he had a lot of things he wanted to display, a lot of uh, Star Wars characters and uh, and different ones. And so um, we worked on it together and then we tested it. You know, we left it on a window through the winter and to see if it would just fall off in the cold or anything. And oh. it worked great. So I have no uh, idea why nobody's come up with this yet. It just makes so much sense. I mean, just instantly when i see the, the the lego video and i think of my daughter my eight-year-old daughter playing with legos i can envision them being stuck all over the window in the car i can envision her playing with it in yeah. the shower i could see her putting it in her playroom to like anywhere where she's just gonna be experimenting everywhere it could stick yeah um, well and you can incorporate the vertical bricks into anything you build as long as there's a flat side on it so you can you could make a little castle and put it on the window. You know, you can make a little shelf and put some, you know, little characters on it. You can do anything you like. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think I think that people really embrace it once it's out there. Yeah, I think it's a huge advantage for PixBricks because it's a it's a it, it can it can be a flat medium, and then you can stick it to flat surfaces. And it's interesting how it evolved from being on the side to being on the front, or however you want to say that. Um, well, and then over time, they, they said, this is great, but we want to do more stuff. We want people to hang it on the fridge. We want them to put it uh, on drywall or on a wooden wall that's shiplap. So one after another, they kept requesting uh, different types of hangers. So we ended up with five altogether. Wow. So that's really cool. So it's not just the suction cup. You got all these different versions to hang it on different surfaces. That's great. Right, and I have a picture of that too. This is a this is a little list of the hangers, where at the top there are suction cups. Then second one is magnets that 
they fit into the back of your PixBricks creation, and then you can put that onto the fridge or anything metal. The third one is, uh, it's blue, it's right there in the center, and it is just a plate that goes in the back of the PixBricks, and then you can use the 3M adhesive that doesn't leave a mark, and you can stick it wherever you like. And then the bottom ones are for actually piercing the wall and hanging up heavier, heavier picks bricks creations. Those will hold uh, 25 pounds. One hanger will. Wow. So, and so once we got all those made and they and sent to them and tested, then they said, yeah, let's let's license these and um, get them into production. So you must have had some some hangups at some point working on this and, and other projects. Um, what was there anything you found super helpful with the coaching? Like, was there a mindset that you weren't in before that you're in now? How have you how have you evolved as an inventor? Um, the mindset that I've learned from the coaching is that you really have to become part of the team for that company, and you have to get them to embrace that as well. Um, because you want to really find out what their needs are and you want to find out what their culture is. And then you want to participate in that just like you were going into the office at their company every day, obviously without, um, bombarding them with communication, but you want to, you want to work like your lab is at their company and then continue the innovation for them. So we actually have some, I actually have some other things that are um, going to come out for PixBricks that aren't done yet that allow them to use some things that they're going to license some, uh, some, you know, famous things they're going to license, um, that are actually more embodiments of hangers. Yeah. It sounds like you really listened to them and you came up with more concepts and you work together with them. And I think that's fantastic. That's yep. Yeah. So but I can always get access to Amy Jo and, and ask her a question about, you know, what to do next to, make sure that I, you know, meet the needs of that company and move in a direction that's going to be profitable for us. Yeah. And for them, you know, for everybody. So what you're telling me is a good deal of inventing is done after you talk to the company. Is that accurate? It really is. It yeah. really is. That's true. And, they, you know, they're going to do some engineering and they're going to make some changes. Um, every prototype doesn't have to be um, the 100% representation of what it's going to be, but um, when you do need a prototype and you can get it close so they can actually hold it in their hand and try it and show it to people, then that I think that's going to push them over the edge most of the time. I mean, the the the, the Lego version, the first video was just absolutely amazingly done, but they didn't even see that. You just showed no. them the product, right? So people are, oh, that video is so good, but they didn't see that. They just saw the product. That's true. Well, I met them at the toy fair and I'd never seen their product before, actually, even though it's out there. And I mean, they're actually on Amazon even, um, but they're, they're more artful, um, you know, and they, you can build three dimensional things, but, um, but I just hadn't seen their product. And when we were done displaying in the area that we were at and, uh, and I had time to go back to them, I was able to just show them samples in person immediately. And so, yeah, so we skipped by the cell sheet and then just started working together. Nice. And, yeah, so they never saw that that original video. Everything that I 
did from the point I met them on was 100% custom for them. Yeah, I think the video could have been way more crude than it was, and it would still get the point across. When you see the the girl in the in the car putting it up on the window, or you see it in the bath, I mean, the point would have came across just fine if it wasn't so. But it was beautifully done. You did a great job with that. Thanks, thanks. Um, so, what are your, what are actually, your goals from here? Well, I want to I want to get um, the original vertical brick licensed out, um, so that people can incorporate that into the toys. Uh, you know, into everything they're building. And I don't really have any interest in, you know, making any other kinds of Lego blocks that are Lego compatible, just really the vertical bricks, because there are enough companies making um, Lego. But, you know, in other fronts, I have some uh, tool innovations and some things for 3D printing. And so I'm working on those. And, you know, uh, InventRight has generated cell sheets, and I have those out there, and I have interest. So, you know, it's my goal just to keep licensing, keep inventing, and keep moving. Keep inventing. You stole my tagline, man. I love it. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, but you know, um, it, that is, it's critical to think of that. And it's good that all the InventRight videos do remind you, keep inventing, because, um, you know, you can, you can skip over some innovations that come to mind sometimes because so many of them do come to mind. Uh, but I try to just make a note every time I can and... Then I run it by my wife, and she puts a big red X by it if it's no good. And if it doesn't get the red X, then you know, then I I might go forward. Well, Matt, thank you so much. I'm so proud of you. Uh, you're an amazing InventRight student, and thank you to Amy Joe too, your coach. Um, keep moving forward, man. I I have a feeling I'm gonna be interviewing you again sometime soon. Um, I, I hope that. that you can do the Lego compatible version. Your other tools. 3D printing stuff that you're working on. Uh, if you just keep moving forward, you, I mean, this must be a big boost of confidence for you. Sure. It is. It is. Well, and it's a lot of fun, too, because obviously it's a toy product. And, yeah. you know, the Pix Bricks guys are a lot of fun. But, um, but yeah, it's it's a good adventure. And also thanks to Paul Sorensen, because yeah. when it got down to the negotiating stage, you know, I really had to home in on what, what would work for the company that they would really not have, it wouldn't create a roadblock for them. And so we were able to do that right away. And, and what we promote, proposed from the, the get-go, they accepted it. So. What, what kind of approach did our negotiation coach, Paul, have you take? Was he, was he really level-headed about it? Was he looking at it from all sides? Or was he like, oh, we're just going to get the best deal possible? What was his angle on helping you? Well, uh, one of the things that I had done with the InventRight system was collect information. Uh, you know, I asked the company, how will you sell this? You know, how do you see yourself offering it to customers? And so I knew that they would, uh, they would put it in packages that people could buy that already had Pix Bricks and needed the hangers, but they, they would also put it in with sets. And so we kind of had to determine what was equitable if there were just two or three of them in a set, but there were also 500 Pix bricks where, you know, there was almost nothing that I was contributing to that set. But, mm -hmm. and then we went for a, a percentage with the, uh, with the packages that just contained the hangers. So Paul really assessed the company, um, you know, how they would sell it to determine what would be good for them. And then what would be good for me yeah. as well. And, you know, my cost to them is virtually invisible. You know, but if 80 million people see their product on a Newsweek 
special edition, then that invisible royalty can turn into a, a real high amount of revenue. So, and that's of course what I'm hoping. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you shared that because sometimes people think, oh, they're interested. Okay, we'll just do a contract, you know, and there's a lot of interviewing that needs to be done in order to determine what is going to be fair in that contract, both for the inventor and the company. And I think people that haven't experienced that firsthand, they, they don't understand the importance of that. You can't just go, oh, you're interested. Okay, let's do a deal. It doesn't work like that. No, the, the communication is really important and the goofiest things can happen with the Pixbricks guys. I I thought they were on mountain time because they're in Phoenix, Arizona, oh. and they are. They're on a different mountain time, though, than Denver, and they are essentially the same as Pacific time. So I kept calling them an hour early and <laughs> interrupting their meetings, and they would say, I, I've got to call you back. I'm in a meeting. And I, I had, I'd have a call scheduled, and I'd think I was calling them at noon, and I was calling them at 11. Oh, no. Uh, and that actually slowed us down until, you know, one day he said, you do realize it's it's not the same mountain time as Denver. Yeah, they don't observe daylight savings time. So part of the time might be the same and then part of the year it isn't. They're kind of rebels in Arizona. They don't do daylight savings. I, that's so that's such a funny story. You know, and they probably thought like, w why is he being so pushy? Why isn't he just showing up at the time of the. <laughs> they did. They did, uh, because it, it literally was always interrupting their morning meeting, and they would schedule a call with me after the meeting. Um, so uh, we finally worked that out. But that that held up the contract for three weeks. Um, you know, that slowed it down for three weeks because some of the times they didn't care, but near the end, you know, they were talking about Did you guys laugh about it at the end there? We did. Okay. We really did. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're good guys. Those The Pixbricks guys are great. Yeah. So. Um, so that's funny. Yeah, you're a really level-headed guy, I can tell. And that that's really important. Just... Well, thank you. Yeah, It's all about the long haul, too. You know, everybody wants to improve their business, and everybody wants to add new things all the time. And as long as it's a fit, I think, you know, most people will do it, you know, as long as they feel confident that the public is going to embrace it. So, but it, it takes time, you know, yeah. and if you put yourself in their shoes, they have to they have to do a lot to invest in it. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's a lot, a lot of work for them, and you got to respect your licensee for that. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. You do. So, Matt, Matt, thank you so much. Thanks for sharing your experience. Thanks for sharing your product. And uh, I, I, I know we're going to be having you back sometime soon. I can just feel it. You're welcome. And thanks to InventRight for everything because uh, I've 100% used the system to get this deal done. You know, none of my own ideas were in play except for the the invention itself. So, um, so I appreciate everything everybody's done. Well, thank you. And thank you, Amy, Joe, your coach and Paul, our negotiation coach too. I remind everybody to take care, keep inventing, and we'll catch up with you next time. See you guys.